And this is Randy's number one Andy A songwriter full of comedy Got the tablet handy Andy Klein, Mr. On Time Slinging punchlines from the cut Walk at a straight line Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller Crowd killer, say hold on He's probably not here Out trying to raise his daughter So we'll just tune in to 3SPN Through the sock puppet nation Let the party begin Haywood, Pop Pop, Petey, Romaine Top of the list, JL Chadwick The black eye who tips Might be waxing Philosophical or talking bullshit Might be just trying to help you get a Nice pretty young bitch You have an opinion Let's hear it, do it proper The world may suck, but I like it, I want you Facebook, email, tweet us Get out your closet if you're dropping our names Now let's come together There's nothing else to say Let's start the show, Randolph Hit him with the Hey, 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 hey Three, Jesus What's happening with y'all, Randolph Terrence? I'm Andy Klein. Who? Chris uh, Lambert. There you go. Chris, Chris Lambert is here, guys. There you go. Three guys on. Chris, you got bars? Can you rap? I'm nice for like two lines. That's, oh. well, that's right, well. two more than Elton. Are you going to like drop a beat so I can outshadow? We, we have some beats and we've tried to have people. people I'll try it. Hold on. Hold on. Create bars. I'm going to pull up. We'll use the same beat we used last time with Elton. Um, yo, 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 change that beat. <laughs> I used to do, uh, when they have Lyricist Lounge. Oh, used yeah. To have, like, uh, used to do freestyles, and they would come in and do free, like, most def or something. And they say, yeah, you know, because the real MCs, they don't, they don't, uh, freestyle. They're just like, yo, change that beat. I want something else. Yeah. So you, you can rap over any beat if you're a real MC. <laughs> Feeling that? It's alright. Yo, yo, listen, listen. CL rocking well on the mic with my man Randy and Andy. It's not a dandy, is it? Cause I'm spitting on <laughs> I suck. <laughs> Started off so good. Uh, you know, I think dandy is where you went wrong. I, yeah, I kind of lost myself. I was like, dandy? dandy. Oh. You could have gone candy. I'm exposed. could have gone brandy. You could have done something with alcohol there. Like brandy, I want to be down when I get down. Circa 1994, when I was a fresh man, young, in the city from PG County. I rhyme profoundly. I, styles got, I don't know. Trying to get this bounty <laughs> right out of PG County. Damn. Uh, give me another beat. I want to know. people singing under it. Like they're singing under it. And it's like, yo, can I just get the simple beat, you guys? I think when in doubt, just throw in like a what else? What else? What else? Uh, rapping's hard, you guys. Let me see if this one would work. I don't know if this one would work. This is a little too fast oh. for you. 
unfuckwittable on this mic, you know? Motherfuckers don't understand how how ill shit is right now, man. How nice I am with it, you know what I'm saying? Pass me the mic, I pass it like Joe Theismann. Gonna win the Heisman now. I'm the epitome, you others niggas trying to get rid of me. When I step to the mic, my flow's got potential. Not writing with the pencil off the dome. You can't see me like you was like blind, like Helen Keller. I used to yell Stella like Brando. My style is ample, like your girl's bosom. <laughs> Again, bosom, bosom than, did it. Or titties, better than, uh, better than Elton. Or titties. <laughs> um, give me a word or something. Oh, you wanted to go that route? Do like yeah. Give me give me a word. I'll wrap it. Sumptuous. I'm looking at my Gatorade bottle, and the word is frost. Okay. That the frost nipping at your nose. Never had time for holes. I'm staying with my career potential. Trying to get through my mental. Elevate. Don't hate you guys because I'm cool. <laughs> I'm just going for the funny now. But throw, throw a random word out like every... Batman. So- Okay. Yo, I'm like the Batman with this mic in my hand. Dark Knight, never try to fight because I'm exciting. Like Excite Bike for Nintendo. Monumental, like in DC. Flavor. Flavor in your ear. Never fear when this nigga's in your room. You know I'm here to doom like MF because, yo, I'm that man with this mic in my hand. You know I'm the man. Hiroshima. Hiroshima dropping bombs on these motherfuckers that don't know me. They're trying to see me, but they can't, even though I'm in front of them. Take a seat. Sit down, bitch. X-ray. X-ray. It's all in the visions. In the visions like Stevie. That was an album that he did a long time ago, probably before I was born. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm telling you, you're you're killing Kelton right now. I know, because I, I actually made an attempt. <laughs> right. You are killing Elton right now. Killing. <laughs> Do you want to try another one? Uh, another beat or another word? Or let's do another word. All right, because this beat has like less than a minute left. Okay. Grunge. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Grunge. I'm <was> trying. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> or, or do another Bama. beat. Bamas try to step, but then I won't let them because, yo, I'm going to hit them and they septum. I don't know where that is on the body or the anatomy, but your style is great, like your Meredith. You know, I'm in, the style is imperative that you need to listen. I'm on the expedition like Ford or maybe uh, Christopher Columbus. You never want to step me because I hit you with the rumpus with the mic in my hand. I always say the mic is in my hand, but it really isn't because it's standing on the in front of me on top of a personal training book from my nigga Randolph. <laughs> right on schedule. There it is. Right it on is. time. Yes, That's son. it. Mixtape coming. <laughs> Killing Elton. He killed Mixtape. Elton. Killing Elton. He murdered Elton. Elton. Oh, Elton got Elton has a lot of work er, to do. Elton <laughs> got ethered. Elton yeah. got murdered. That's the next beat. All right. So uh this should be a regular segment now. We should get yeah. PD does rap, but we've never actually had him freestyle. I'm out of practice. Like I used to have a composition book. Like every yeah. every black dude. Did you have a rap name? No, it was just I because I think maybe like around the time it was probably pre Keith Murray. Because he just used his name, Keith Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a rap So name. you just used your name, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. He was one of the few that just had his name. Yeah. 
I guess there were a handful of people that just had their name. I think so. Yeah, because I just kind of got put on to him. Like that was like you know who should have used name was Reggie Noble. That's a cool name, but he, he did say his name a lot. He said a lot, but he never used it. Allen Iverson shouted hit him out during his Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, yeah, Hall, Hall of Fame speech. I gotta watch that. It's really good. It's like a half. It's a half hour. Did a half hour set. Yeah, it's a tight, tight half hour. Tight thirty. Yeah, it's pretty tight. I mean, you know, I felt like I lost him about twenty minutes in it, but I got back. I cried three times. (laughs) (laughs) Every ten minutes. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) he saw, like he's so uh, humble, and you don't think like a a basketball player, an athlete in general, to be like that, who was as good as he was and had as much tenacity as he did, to be as humble as he as he uh, came. And he's unfiltered. Yeah, too. So I mean. Which was actually a criticism of Jordan's Hall of Fame speech because that was unfiltered. Mm-hmm. That was really Michael Jordan, and yeah. people were like, "This guy's an asshole." It's like, right? That's kind of, I was. Everyone said that about him, and there, yeah, for years. But uh, I guess it didn't work in the Hall of Fame speech environment for his his honesty. Like Jordan yeah. would have been better served to be like the fake humble guy. Yeah, Al Iverson is a real humble guy. I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's actually that dude, and it made me like him even more. Like I always liked him, but this would this speech made me. That's my favorite thing to watch, really, is those athletes, mainly in the NFL, uh, Hall of Fame uh, induction speeches. Uh, yeah, some of them are good. Some Mike of them are just, you know, wrote, whatever. And they just kind of suck. Michael Irvin's was good because he just admitted all of his failings right. and his flaws. And when he, he made himself really vulnerable, Deion right. Sanders had a good one. Jerry Rice, not very good, but it it brought me into a lot of like his psyche. Like this guy was respectability brother. Well, that pissed me off. That made me sad, but still one of the greatest football players of all Hall time. Hall of lame. It just whole of lame. I mean, fucking he, he didn't want to, he's a 50 year old kid and he needed to hold on to his JC Penney's contract. Right. I understand. Right. I understand Jerry. Steve Young. It's not yeah. gonna take care. It's not gonna. It's not gonna those, tarnish what he did. Those bad shirts aren't gonna sell themselves. It's just those Van Heusens. That not. should have been the the headline for once. Jerry Rice <laughs> drops the ball. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good shirts though. Creighton's. Um, Van Heusen. I, I think that Creighton was their. Stafford was there. The JC Penny. Yeah. Penny Yeah. Uh, yeah but it, what did what it cost? Like two dollars more. JC Penny uh, ain't a lot of money. <laughs> no, but I I was disappointed. Obviously, but. I mean, his Hall of Fame speech, he never, it didn't seem like he enjoyed his career because it was always, he was always, he always had this fear of failure. Yeah, yeah he work, never work, stepped work. back and, and really enjoyed, enjoyed it. Yeah. And that was kind of like, oh, I should probably enjoy the ride of, you know, whatever, whatever the fuck I'm doing here, right. you know. Um, but that opened my eyes a lot. And I, that that's that's one of those speeches that'll stick out to me because it was just like he was reading from and my father did, you know, it wasn't it wasn't very eloquent, but it was still like, man, this guy, as great as he was, he didn't really have fun. Right. Well, and Alan Iverson, um, he may have had a little too much fun. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. like partying too much out late. When you see his speech, when you see it at the end, he's yeah. like, "I'm thankful for all my friends and the friends that I lost." Because he's like, "Now I know." In the future, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" And he was like, "Good night, everybody." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Well, Iverson was a guy who the big criticism—well, maybe not the big criticism, but a criticism—was that he wasn't putting in enough work. So maybe he needed a little bit of the Jerry Rice mentality mm-hmm. and Jerry Rice needed a little bit of the Iverson mentality to just step back and have fun sometimes. Because Iverson has even said, like, he 
resisted Larry Brown. Right. And now he knows, you know, he would have bought in earlier had he sort of known he said then that. what yeah. he knows now. The same uh, thing they're saying for Shaq, too. Like, they just, like, uh, God, uh, Amin El Hassan was saying on Sports Nation a couple of days ago how, like, Shaq could do, he could do the crossover. He could do, yeah. he could do the Steve Young move, like, whatever, not Steve Young, uh, Steve Smith. Steve Smith Smitty, Smitty from yeah. the city. Like, it's some move that he does that's really intricate and it, it looks simple but it's hard to do yeah and he could do all this stuff and he could shoot free throws and threes but it just well early in Shaq's career I remember like maybe his rookie year or something there was this uh, article because you know rookies of the all-star game they kind of the the especially that era the older guys would kind of cold shoulder them a little bit you know like a little bit of hazing and I remember there was a like an anecdote about Carl Malone who was like, oh, who's this kid? Or however he says that. Who's this kid? Yeah. That's right. And, exactly uh, says hey, kid. You're and, not one of mine, are you? Good. <laughs> You're big enough. <laughs> but he, like he saw Shaq in a weight in the weight room or something. And Shaq was like super into like, you know, hitting the weights. And Carl Malone got a little more respect for him. Mm-hmm. But later in Shaq's career, the the knock on him was he didn't put in that work. Kobe said it. Yeah. 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 So early on he might have been a little hungrier. Maybe later. Also, the toll that basketball took on his body. Maybe he's just like, I don't want to go to the gym and you know make myself sore again because I get hit every night by you know ten different guys. But yeah, like Shaq later in his career, it was almost the reverse. No one's no one revered him for his work ethic. Right. But early on, it wasn't that bad. It was. Well, I said, and then he got beat on every night. That's that Cam Newton shit. They just let people beat on him because he's yeah. big. Yeah, and it's it's exactly that. Yeah. Like that's like nobody threw a flag because I didn't watch the game and I was just like <laughs> they threw nobody a threw a flag one, at this but shit. it was offsetting because he yeah. got rid of the ball and it didn't get to the line of scrimmage, so it was grounding. If that was Andrew Luck, well, Luck. Here's the thing with Luck. Luck is also big. He's a big dude. Uh, if it was a smaller guy, like I mean, Tom Brady is, is Teflon, so he's probably not even a fair comparison mm-hmm. for anyone. Kirk Cousins. He's a you know RG three. RG three. They see him as a slight guy. He's actually like six three. He's tall. He's a big like, and he's pretty big, but he just looks lean. So he kind of and he gets hit hard and it hurts him. So I guess he's small in that respect. Yeah. But yeah, there are quarterbacks who would probably, first of all, get the call, but also it would look more vicious. Because of how small they but are. But this ain't no shit like I'm like people driving bounce to, off like, Cam Newton. Like you gotta be a star in the NBA where there's these little fouls. These motherfuckers are going for they're going for his head. Well yeah. that's why they flop in the NBA they're trying to, they're they have to, to sell it. They have to show that it hurt. Of, they're trying to get him out of the game and put do significant damage to him. Because he's like and we're supposed to just act like that's not happening. He's a good it's looking guy. Football. He's a good looking guy. He's in all these commercials. He's selling <laughs> selling what'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. Did you say gay? Nothing. No, he didn't say gay. Sellout. <laughs> Called him a sellout. See, this is the thing. All right. Scam news. This is how I feel. About it. This is how I feel about. What it. happened in seven months? This is why I feel. This is why I feel. I get the point he was trying to make. I think he was clumsy making it. Fuck out. He's not the most eloquent guy. That's one. A white man trying to that's, get on board of this. That's Randolph. Uh, Randolph. He's talking a, under his breath into a microphone. He's a twenty-seven-year-old kid. <laughs> Last year, get these white dollars. Last year, he was talking that a little bit like low key Muhammad Ali shit. Respectability he politics. was like, "Y'all ain't never seen, y'all ain't never seen nothing like me before." He said, "I'm an African American quarterback that scares people." Yeah, and it scares people. I'm black. I'm this. He's got few taking pictures with and future. This year, I'm trying to make this money. And he, he lo- and he had a kid, and he had a, a, a two month old kid who's a literal kid. 
and and he's they they got somebody got to him and said nigga you can't be saying all this shit that you saying if you want to make this money and you want to win a Super Bowl. That's what I said, said on Rod's thing. I said somebody got to him. And somebody yeah, got somebody him. got to him. Somebody got to him. There's no way you change from that to this. And now. he could have just and and the right. Person. You weren't doing this from day one. <laughs> so I get why he's doing it. Do I agree with it? No, but I'm not looking for morals yeah, I from look for athletes. Morals. I, don't look for morals. I had also, a father. Yeah. Also, that must sound like an ass. I had a father. Why, yeah. Unlike those other niggas. <laughs> I'm not like Did them. You just leave, leave that back part on. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, somebody on Twitter said that. Like somebody on Twitter said a black a black guy who's popular. Yeah. More popular than me. Jason Whitlock. <laughs> no, 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 no. Some oh. cool, like a cool black dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, like he said something like, uh, "Yeah, I, I, I like celebrities too, or whatever." But I'm not. I have a father. I'm not worshiping these guys. I'm not yeah. looking up to them. It's to me. I, I feel like the rest of you niggas. <laughs> but I feel niggas like I when people like Colin Kaepernick do what they do, I'm yeah. I'm happy. It makes people me feel act like he didn't put his career on the line when he did that. It makes me feel. It makes me feel <laughs> yeah. good that he would do something like that. Am I expecting him to do it? No. Cry civil rights tier. Yeah, because he's because he's there to play football. Cam Newton also um, he's taken a lot of shots to the head. Maybe he's not sure what he thinks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's just he's not all there necessarily. You know, he's focused on football. Yeah, and it's like we were talking about before before we started. You know, just about. The way he was getting hit, and the the people trying to the you justify it. the Friday morning quarterbacks yeah. uh, after that game were just saying, "Oh, it wasn't that, it wasn't that bad." Yeah. I mean, this is back in my day. This I'm is like, yeah. and, and, and say, say what you that. said. I say that I'm like, okay, well, why don't you go ask Junior Seau? Oh, we can. He's dead. He's dead. He shot himself. Yeah, <laughs> he shot himself because his brain was scrambled. But what if what why don't if, you go ask Jim McMahon how he's doing? Oh, he doesn't remember. If you catch him on the right day. He doesn't remember. <laughs> just, it can't be sunny because he it fucks with his head when it's too bright. Right, out. it's too yeah. bright and fucking his head starts to hurt. So I ask. Go ask some of these dudes how they feel about it. You know, are you going to let your daughter play football, Randolph? <laughs> <laughs> are you yeah, I mean, Lingerie if she football? wants to, it's her choice. <laughs> you know, if they're fucking the athletes are so much bigger and stronger and faster. I see guys in the gym every day. I know what's going into people training. It's not mm-hmm. no joke anymore. That's yeah. what all these guys have been. Well, back in my day, I'm like, if you played today, you'd get killed. Yeah, you'd be fucking killed because you're not exceptional. There are take an exceptional person who did make it. Receivers from then to now. and safeties and DBs who are bigger than linebackers from the seventies. Right. Yep. Just uh, routinely, it's not even like an anomaly anymore. It, occasionally, you would see that. Well, it's like an anomaly. Sean Taylor bigger than Jack Lambert, mm-hmm. but receivers are bigger than Jack Lambert too. You know, people who are considered smaller guys on the field, but their brain isn't any more protected. No, mm-hmm. you know, the, no. The, we haven't evolved. Their brain is less protected because they're they're delivering more force on every shot. Well, there's no exercise at the gym to increase the fluid around your brain. No, to, right to keep it from getting jarred. You know, and it pisses me so off so much that I hate to try to I hate to be on my soapbox, but just college football. All the money that surrounds them, and they don't get anything. Right? Like they had where where this game Tennessee and Virginia Tech, like they're in Bristol yeah. with the, the Bristol Speedway. Yeah, and they just have all this technology going on. All the anchors and reporters are in like NASCAR suits, and it's just right. all this money around that event. And those guys, if somebody bought them a Domino's handmade pizza, which is really good, and Black Twitter <laughs> needs to like get off of Domino's a little bit because that's good pizza. You know, Domino's does get shit on a little, little unfairly. I, I agree. With I you think on that. yeah, because remember they changed it. They're like, all right, guys, we fucked up. Yeah, we've been giving you we're shitty so pizza, good now, but now we're good. I liked the old deep dish crust better than the new one. 
I've just had the hand, the handmade. Handmade is good. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But it's not. I mean, it's not like Papa John's blows it away. No, Papa John's know. is not good. Papa John's is okay. It's, They're it's just right. okay. I like Papa John's. Fine. I'll order That's Papa John's. When that piece of shit was like, I'm gonna have to raise the price of my pizzas. Ten cents. I'm like, your first of all, your pizzas ain't that good. Number one. But we're getting off track. Pizzas are fucking thrill item. <laughs> but, but it's just like, but it's just, if if you give those, is good. If you give they those kids good. a pizza, it's like. Oh my God! You can't. You fucking that kid's gonna get suspended for two weeks. Right. It it makes me so mad. What was it? Uh, Charles, a team today just came out and said like half the team is is suspended for this week's game. What they take money? No, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull up the article right now because it was fucked up. What what happened? And they're playing like Florida State. It's like a huge game. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but a Jesus lot of the Christ. I'm looking at scores right now. Texas A&M beat Prairie View. 67 to 0. They're supposed to. They're supposed to be. Able to, I mean, that school's supposed, supposed to be better, though. <laughs> that school's going to get money, though. They're yeah. probably getting like a couple mil yeah, or at least a get mil. That, get that take an ass whooping money. Yeah. I need you to bend over. And those people are going <laughs> to get good textbooks now. Yeah. Those kids are going to get textbooks. No, they're not. Some, some fucking person is putting the money in their pocket. There's gonna, they're going to have a, a smoothie. They're going to have a smoothie maker in the cafeteria no, now. <laughs> and they're going to have hot, hot breakfast. Where's the story? It was on, I think it was on Deadspin today. I'll pull it up. Basically, these football, these all all these football play, like tons of them on this team. They go to the bookstore. You get an allotment bookstore money to buy your books, mm-hmm. right? And then there's money left over at the end of that. So the bookstore told these guys, the people at the bookstore said, "Oh, whatever money's left over, you should go ahead and spend it here in the store." Because if you don't spend it, it just goes away. Like, you you know, you have to give it back, basically. So they spent it on, like, pencils and pens and sweatshirts and the shit, you know, notebooks, the shit that you buy at a bookstore. And uh, they got caught. And you're not apparently allowed to do that. This is what they were told by their school to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, 40 guys got suspended. Like, the, the whole offensive line isn't going to play in this week's game. So did they, are they going to have to forfeit? No, I mean, you know, these college rosters, they have like, you know, 100 people on them. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just unfair to these guys. They weren't really doing anything wrong. You know, they didn't really try to manipulate the system. They were told this was okay, and then they, they're the ones that get fucked up. And even to go further to the point that was being made before, whenever people talk about concussions, they say, oh, you you took the money. You knew the risks. Yeah. But college athletes don't get any money. No. And they get CTE also. They get a free education, though. And then they work at Enterprise. Yeah. Like, yeah. th- there was this... There was this uh, hey, go gas up that PT Cruiser real quick. <laughs> just <son. laughs> Thank you. Okay. Just today, I'm watching College Game Day, and they I keep forgetting this guy's name, but he's behind all these really good quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Manz... Oh, sorry. Cam Newton, all these dudes... And he's, they're talking about quarterbacks. And then I think it was Kirk Herbstreet or somebody said, well, then these guys, they, they don't play and they have their fathers, they have their fathers make them go to another school. Like, yeah, because they're not playing. playing. They're not <laughs> fucking playing. They want to, and then the, the quarterback's coach, he's a black dude. He said, yeah, because uh, they want to be on stage. These guys, on stage. It's like these guys are trying yeah. to go to the NFL. Here's what I would have told Kirk Herbstreet. I'd say, weren't you a four year starter at o- o- Ohio? I'm pretty sure you were a four-year starter at Ohio. Over thirty players. Over thirty pretty players. Pretty sure of that. By the way, I got the That's article. That's crazy. So you should shut up. Yeah, because like I'm the, pretty sure you're leaving. Four. And they, if you weren't a four-year starter, you were a three-year starter. And they get mad at these dudes. Yeah, they get upset. Yeah, how dare you? After after we give this to you, 
Sound familiar? Charleston well, Southern uh, suspended over 30 players. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, for, for this bunch week's A bunch of country bumpkin kids, too, when I'm you, sure. When you talk about that stuff, like I was watching this uh, Underground on WGN. Mm-hmm. I was watching that. It was banked on my DVR. And yeah, it's like slave, it's dealing with slavery, but some of that shit still happens today. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, it's just like. You better be grateful. You better be yeah. grateful. That, that's the whole, that's the whole sub, subtext. You better be grateful. Mm-hmm. And their, their fathers tell them to leave. Yeah. I right. didn't get free shit. Yeah. Yeah. You got free shit. Yeah. So, so you better be grateful. Dance. It pisses me off. And I'm not trying to pretend like I'm an activist or anything, but it kind of turned, it, it low key turned me off to college sports. Turns me off. I don't watch college sports. Yeah. It's very rare. Like I watched, I watched Texas play last week that just was a because good of Charlie Strong. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason. I, well, when they won, I was like, he gets to coach for co- at least another year. It's <laughs> yeah, the only reason. Like I'm kind of half-assed keeping up with Charlie Strong because mm-hmm. I just feel like the shit they're giving him is is unfair. Oh yeah, it's horrible. So like, well, let me just watch this. Let me just keep paying attention to this shit. But mm-hmm. I, don't know, I can give two shits about college football. Damn. Two shits because it's a completely un- unfair plantation mentality. It's about the purity of the sport, though. Right. You, know, you do yeah. it for the love and nothing else. Right. So much money being spent right. on that. that for, and it's not even a – they said they spent 30 hours making that trophy. Really? For that game between Tennessee and Virginia Tech. Like, like it's a re- trophy, and it's week two. Yeah. It's Why? week two of the season. School I, rivalry. It's just, yeah, rituals. Why don't they do something Salute. dumb like pass the thing back and forth like one school wins it, you hand it over. It's just something well, they stupid. Make a new one. Like an old dried out cake or some dumb shit yeah. like that. They gotta make a new one. Something they used old, to do like pass the, this over, the, the, the mighty axe yeah, between that, that stupid things. State U and yeah. State West. <laughs> and they yeah, put the little plaque on them each, right. each year. Right. Let's all just talk about this picture. I had seen this picture popped up. I didn't think anything about it. It was a picture. It was a, it's a father and son, and the father put up a picture. Eric Owens, he posted photos of himself and his son resting side by side throughout the years. And every photo shown in the post, which is more than 24,000 likes and hundreds of shares, the son is under the father's arm. And they're black, right? Oh, yeah. So it's like he's a kid and he's a bigger Fuck kid. Gay. Three of them he's sleeping. One, the son is just laying on. Right, they're all him as a kid. Yeah, and then the one, the last one is he's a grown, he's he looks grown. He's got a mustache. He looks like he's uh, shirtless, right? He looks like O Dog, the shirtless <laughs> boy. Yeah, he's shirtless. And the father is he's like laying across his father. Yeah, he's just laying on his father, under his left arm. Okay, and the, is the father where, shirtless? Where your heart is. He's bragging because no, he's got a black shirtless. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Some male social media users. Those would be black male social media users. Black Twitter? Said they find an adult son being physically close to his father unnatural. However, Twitter user Pink Dot, low slash C-O-M, tweeted tweeted that the adverse responses were weird, and she shared screenshots with some of her most passionate comments. Gay is gay, though. Men's so weird. There's a lot of that. One response said that the father and son were in in the pictures. Oh, she put the... Well, you know, there she was a long Facebook thread with a local comic asking about the gay agenda being pushed on kids these days. Yeah, I defriended that. Oh, comic. yeah. We'll come <laughs> back to that did, you, did you see any of that? He was Not just asking really. questions. I, def- I defriended. He it. actually, he actually stayed out of the thread. It was uh, the dumbest shit was from other people. Who I don't even know who that is. I don't yeah, even know. It's, who I'll show it to you. I'll, okay. I'll say why. I I defriended him. I don't I don't particularly need somebody like that on my Facebook. 
gig. It's not my job to kind of try to teach you to be a decent person. I think he was just doing the asking questions route, though. Which I detest. <laughs> I, de- I fucking detest that. Isn't that kind of like trolling a little bit? Though, yes, so? in my hey, opinion. Just asking in questions. In my opinions, yes. I'm a kid. I'm asking questions. I don't know. One response. I'm a kid. <laughs> That's going to be an answer to everything. He's just a child. Just a kid. Just a kid. You know? One response said that the father and son of the pictures were the weirdest shit ever and that a man shouldn't be raising his son to be on him like that. Mm-hmm. My question would be, why not? This is the weirdest shit ever. Girl and her mother is one thing, but a man shouldn't be raising his son to lay on him like that. A father and daughter, I can see, but this is unacceptable. They never ex- extend that to, because if you lay on him like that, you're going to teach him to lay on another man like that, and you're going to teach him to be what, Chris? What's he going to teach him to be? Gay. Gay. Yeah. yeah, and that's really all it takes to become gay. Is now, that's someone. all it takes. Someone just teaches you to be gay. Just your father hugging you. Right. Another man said that he couldn't recall a time after nine year old, nine years old, when he had been, um, he'd been up under his father. Up under his father. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Up, you know, under, under, up under. You know, under, under. You know. Another Facebook user commented that being physically close, except for mothers and daughters, but not for fathers and sons. I ain't trying to start nothing. If you got to start a sentence with "I ain't trying to start nothing," you're trying to start something. But if you can't understand this, then oh well. Most of the people commenting on this post are women, are relating to this from a woman's perspective because as a mother and daughter, women do that, do that. That's the nature of women. And it was the same man, the photo laying on his mom, like there's nothing wrong with that either. No grown man should feel comfortable laying up on or another or under another grown man. You're a grown man, man. Even your father. And nothing manly about that. Women that are friends, sisters, aunts, nieces, or whatever. Okay, so he's saying women that are friends, blah, 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 blah. But you didn't say nothing about his father. It's just, just another, another man. grown man. So when does your when does your father stop being your father? I don't know. When he dies, he's just a man, though. I mean, in that picture, they don't they're not making any concessions for fathers. Right. They're just saying, grown man, and this is not how men should act. Right. Right. How are men? Well, who dis, oh, this discomfort some men feel being physically close to other men could come from long held beliefs about masculine and male behavior. Behavior tension. I've previously written about toxic masculinity and antiquated. I hate these terms. That's why so many people are beating the shit out of women. Right. Because they don't have, they don't, the man's, that's the first person that teaches you how to treat a woman. And then somebody talked about a, Andrew Reiner, a cultural studies professor from Towson University, wrote about masculinity in the New York Times. He wrote that men have taught to suppress and ignore softer displays of emotions associated with women. He recounted how one of his students showed a clip of father telling his son not to cry during vacation, encouraging him to repeat the phrase, I'm a man. This sounds like some black shit. Did you? Then as the son becomes increasingly educated, don't cry. Oh, big boy. High five. High five. Say you're a man. I'm a man. I would like to know what have to happen to the son to make him get like that. Did he fall? Did a wave fucking knock his ass into the ocean? The video ends with the whimpering toddler screwing up his face in anger and pounding his chest. I'm a man, he barks through oh, tears and gritted God. teeth. The home video was right on point, illustrating the takeaway for the course, how boys are taught, sometimes with the best of intentions, to mutate their emotional suffering into anger. You're either taught to mutate your anger or you're taught to suppress your anger. It's not even suppress your anger. Suppress your, uh, your any type of emotion that's deemed feminine. Squash it down. It's like that Bill Burr bit where it's just like you you turn it in and you don't cry yeah. and then it just becomes cancer or whatever. Yeah. And you, and you just die. Uh, did you guys see that video maybe a month or two ago? I, I posted it on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was about this. Uh, older car- men who. But the, I'm sorry. Jesus the generation effect here. Older men who grew up in the 1980s. <laughs> Older men, fuck. <laughs> may still feel the need to present a very straight version of themselves, but may more, more positive attitudes to homosexuality and contemporary culture mean that younger men are simply less concerned about how other people view their behaviors. Older men. 
<laughs> I grew up in, in the, the 80s. 80s. I'm an older man. Go ahead, man. Well, there's this video about this uh, karate instructor. I think it might be Taekwondo. I saw or something. That. that video where the the, the, told him it meant the kid was trying to break the board and he right. couldn't. And he started crying and he broke it down. He's like, why are you crying? And he's mm-hmm. like, you can get past this. It's okay to cry, but you still got to do it. We do cry it. as men. Yeah. And I was, I was watching. I was like, <laughs> you start crying. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you start crying. And I think it's, I think it's, if you, if you let those, and then he ended up breaking the, the yeah, board or he whatever. Just wasn't, he wasn't following through because of the pain. Yeah. Did you his tears the, soften the wood? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's probably why. Softened because it was gay. And then, <laughs> but. Shit, me and my dad cried together this morning. Really? We're, we're watching Crying this. Crying about your mom? No, we were watching this. Uh, we got to do something about son. We got to get the fuck well, out of this house. Well, <laughs> I'm uh, with you, dad. <laughs> uh, you don't know how real that is. Um, so I've said enough. <laughs> Nigga, you going to podcast about it? I, like, oh, I told oh, you that shit. joke was blue magic, man. I well, told you that. that. I played that bit for them, and they. Oh, you played it for them? They got in a fight. Oh, Jesus. They got in a fight? <laughs> kind of. With each other. Why'd you play the bit for him? Because uh, he wanted them to fight. You wanted them to fight? I wanted them to fight. <laughs> did you, have, did no, you no. have a bunch of, did you bring a bunch of like Asian people in to bet? I think my Waving dad. Waving money. Like, <laughs> I think. Uh, them to mouth. I think I played mouth. that before. Mouth. But I think my dad heard it before. But you know, whatever. Anyway, um, where was I going with that? Your dad, oh, you, you so, cried. So the kid, you know, college day, game day. And I always say this, Sundays specifically on ESPN, their specific their program is programming is geared to make grown men cry. Oh yeah, on Sundays, but college game day they do it a little bit too. You know the the Florida State wide receiver that ate uh, hey, with the, the Asperger's kid, kid. kid. Yeah. and I, how did that end up happening? I didn't quite understand. They were that. The, the they visited team. a school, right? Yeah, and he just saw his kid sitting alone. He's like, "Hey, cool if I sit with you." Kid was like, "Sure," and he sat down, and then someone just took a picture and posted it oh. with the story of what's going. On. And then the picture went viral. Oh so. yeah. And so, like, I didn't cry this time. I didn't cry for that, but they expanded. I was like, yeah, I saw this. They keep showing this. I was yeah, like, to me, my dad was talking. So, yeah, they just keep showing this. And then it kind of went into further depth mm-hmm. with the story. And oh, I used to. Oh, man. So, they, they gave you the whole, like, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of soft focus. The mom was a single mom. A lot of and, pianos. Yep. When they hit that pian- those piano chords, man. <laughs> Did you see the outside the lines with the blind kid with the football team, with the USC football team? I thought it was USC. It was some, yeah, I remember that. Some college. Oh, God. <laughs> Pete Carroll was still still there. I think, yeah. There's Jeez. a bunch of them. It's just Jesus. like, but it, it did, my dad got emotional, but I had I was already cried out because before I got out of bed, I watched Allen Iverson's speech. Right. So I was just kind of like, and my dad, he got emotional. He wasn't like, <laughs> But uh, my dad wasn't. He's he was never really afraid to cry. He's like an emotional guy, sensitive guy. I'm like the only real man on this podcast. But my dad would be like, <laughs> my dad would be crying. Because, but I'll fuck you up though, right? Yeah. Through you the know, tears, you hear somebody singing like a good, like a gospel song or something, <laughs> right? You get emotional. Uh, but but yeah, yeah it's I, just something I, I never. And I, I think what my journey is right now as a as a man is uh, that I'm finding out about myself is just sort of like wanting to have build those relationships like with women so you could show that softer side to a woman or or be or be a little bit more vulnerable that's why you can't get no women you gotta you gotta yeah but what you gotta get them before you get before they get you man you gotta put your defenses up and you gotta get them before they get you it's not gonna matter because them you gotta fucking you gotta fucking no no because you're gay though that's true there's no women so you cried and fucking you cry no i'm not crying in front of a woman like that (laughs) 
But just <laughs> like, but that's the next. That's the next. That is the next step. I'm gonna fucking right. Cry. Come on. Come on. That's the next. The next barrier, I guess, is to cry with in or in with front of a, a woman. Cry with you. Cry with a woman. Like an R and B song. <laughs> no, there's just like. Uh, but I, I noticed j- to be nice to a woman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like just to be just to be nice. It's not like I'm like going up to these women like I just want to take care of you. I want to just be this guy. You need a protector. You know, yeah. Protector. It's just like just to be because it's different. Like to treat a woman like nice. Yeah. I don't know. You guys have, are married. You know how it is. Well, what's the alternative though? How would you otherwise treat a woman? But somebody that mutual that that reciprocates that. Okay. That's all. That's that's kind of what I'm. I think it at some point with relationships, mm-hmm. just instinct takes over. You're just you, and she's her. I don't think that it's not a conscious thing. It's like no. I must make sure I'm nice. No, it's not like you know, that. Like but yeah, it's just you just let it happen. Yeah, just let shit happen. You will the the you will come out. The mm-hmm. real you will come out, and the real her will come out. Yeah, and that's it. Because I don't know? try like the last time I like dated a girl a few times. Went on a couple of dates with this girl, and it was it was natural. It wasn't like I am performing this role and I am putting <laughs> these guards up. And, right, uh, right. She might have been doing that, but I wasn't. Yeah. But it's just sort of like this is who I am because like now at thirty six, it's just like just, yeah, well, this is this is me. There's no fucking around. No, like it's not like it's just like uh, you just try to be who I try to be who I am. Yeah, like I told this girl, yeah, I like video games. I, I told her I was just like. Hey, look, I need to tell you something about <laughs> who I am. I'm a 36-year-old uh, kid. I'm just a kid. I'm a kid. <laughs> There's this game called The Last of Us, and I explained the plot. I cried. I cried at the and, end of it. And, uh, there is a tearful moment at the end of that movie, or that game. Yeah, when they, yeah. the giraffe moment. When she's, I would start crying until Ava was born. Yay. Kind of became easier for me. Yeah. Kind of Gave became up. easier for me to cry. <laughs> Gave up. <laughs> become easier but then so you but you would date this girl and you were yourself around her yeah yeah and it and and i think that and it didn't it it ended because of i don't want to keep talking about but it ended because like because it was again i don't want to was it about video games did it end because of video games no but she she was she like randolph told me when i was like randolph he he was like she's just not ready you're better off yeah oh so you you know spread your wings and fly away to a place that I've longed for. Right. Your, your life now. Your you heart will be the pathway. Fucking, yeah. fucking, fucking, get rid of that bitch. And so, <laughs> was this a Tinder girl? I or something? did what All you said. I've never. I haven't done Tinder. Then I, he had to go talk to another female comic that he knows to get her to validate the shit. No, I no, no. Well, I, <laughs> hey, girl. I was like, you need to get rid of that bitch. <laughs> so how? Uh, but how close were you with this girl before it? it I don't want to talk. Like, were you with her for a little while? No, no it was just like three days. Oh, okay. Well, but I was three days too much. Oh, let's not talk about it. You haven't done Tinder? What about nothing to do with you? It was her. It was her. What yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with you? But, yeah. but <laughs> I felt like I went out like a G. <laughs> What'd you do? Would he you stood there with, but he stood there with both guns, just shooting, <laughs> and he just took the he just took the twelve shots, I, 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 uh, Tony Montana style. I jumped for no reason and shot sideways. Yeah. Did you slowly walk away from a fire? <laughs> yeah, I did. And then I got on the train and went to my. No, actually, and then, he, then he sang "Not Gonna Cry." Not gonna cry. Yeah, no, I think I might have been listening to some foreign exchange or something. I was your lover and your secretary. <laughs> Second her. There's no, but but um, no, I just I just think um, honest, just being honest, and that was yeah. one of the first time a woman was like 
upfront and honest with me. One of the first times. What did she say? Just bullshit. Uh, oh, I don't really. This is the and it was this the breakup moment that we're talking about. Like, what did she say to you that she said that she was sorry that she led me on and she has a lot. Probably wasn't that she had a lot to going on and stuff like that. And how old was was she? She's twenty nine. Twenty nine year old kid. She's twenty nine year old kid. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. So you know that is uh, the age gap might have been the the issue there. Because she might not have been ready to be as real as you. She wasn't. Yeah. But, but was I? But she was I, also hung up. She was hung up on, on her ex, ex, on an ex boyfriend ex. Oh. that she wasn't ready to put put down. Yeah. But right. she wanted somebody to pay attention. That's the with stringing her a long part. Until the ex boyfriend picked her back up. You're a surrogate. You mm-hmm. just have to know yeah. how to see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all she wanted. She may not have known she wanted that, but that's what she wanted. She so needed to go through that. She's going to string my boy along. Right. Mm-hmm. To keep her to keep her emotionally up, to have she needed to go through that relationship yeah. to realize that she wasn't over the last. Have couple. somebody emotionally make her feel better, right? And then, uh, and then cut it off with you, and then get back with with the dude, which is what she did. After you cut it off with her, oh, she got she back, right with back to him. Okay, but I think I think with me, like in the past, like and it's it would, not it's not fair. It's not no it's to not. do to you, right? Whether she knows it or not, she that doesn't make that. Yeah, but that she didn't know make, until it happened. But that doesn't make it. Any any more fair? No, it's but not. it's life. Life isn't fair. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not. No. Yeah, and that's what's, that's the thing. Life is unfair. People so just they, you have to you have to if you're on this you're on this side of it rather than be on the person on the side of the person doing it. Yeah. Right. You're on this side of it. You have to defend. You have to protect yourself. Right. And that's she's what she's not I, in to protect you. That's what I told you. So she ain't in to protect you. She's in to protect her. And I and I said <laughs> like I just I don't want to waste my time. Not, I just said it sucks. Yeah. I said it really. This really sucks. But I I don't want to waste my time. But I just feel like when I'm, damn, this was like some R and B shit. I just feel like I said I don't want to waste my time, but I feel like when I'm with you, I'm not. Damn. Oh, <laughs> that's that would have worked on some people. Yeah, but not on a bitch who's waiting on her dying boyfriend. <laughs> what dying boyfriend? Well, god damn it, we should. Well, be you can't. About this. You can't. All right. So her her boy her ex boyfriend was she dying. She said like. Uh, <laughs> She's not gonna listen to this, so no. Is she? No. If she is, she's stalking you. She's, and good. She's not. Yeah. But like, because one of my one of my friends, like a old, a woman who's a little older. We're not taking this out, by the way. So take you need to think about this before you say it, because we've had people get back in touch with us and ask us to take things out after we get them to admit shit, and then they'll call. They'll Gives call us homework. like a day letter. Yeah. Say, hey, can you take, take that, that take out that of the? Out. We've had this like four times now. Oh really? <laughs> We're not taking it. Yeah. Sometimes after it's posted. Yeah. No, I Could mean, you take that out? The thing I said that you got me to admit, like really the thing that we just no, asked the right questions because you wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about the show that I had with really? Petey and Josh. Because you could have just said that, and then we stopped talking about it. But Andy kept... I I'm interested. Andy, I don't know this interested. story. I don't know this story. So I go with this. I would just say it... It. I feel like there was still... Even though I, I feel upset about it, and I'm like like hurt by it, I feel like I grew as a person. Does that If that makes sense, where like right. normally I wouldn't have asked her out. Right. I would just be like, oh, she's hot. And I would just like look at her Facebook picture and be like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to, to hang out with her. Right. Normally, I wouldn't have done that. But I said, I said, fuck it. I'm interested in her. I'm 36. I'm a 36-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. 36-year-old <laughs> kid. And I asked her out. And she we went out. And, and it was just like a one of those dates where it's like, 
God, this is what the fuck is. It's almost like this is going too good. Right. This is going too good. We made reservations at like eight o'clock and we left the restaurant at like 1030. And then we went to an improv show. And that was a mistake. Oh, wow. Well, and it, 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 but this relationship out it lasted through that. It was just <laughs> it's persevered beyond an improv show. Yeah. Uh, so this first date, when you finally got home and you closed the door, did you like do a bunch of fist pumping like they do in movies? No, it was just sort of like, wow, this this was fun, and and I said like in the middle of the date, I was like, I would like to see you again, and like we looked at our calendars, and I was right. like, when are you when are you free? And there was an Odyssey show coming up. And I had already bought tickets like that. The day that I asked her out, something just told me to just be like. hundred percent, actually, to be to to be 100 with you guys, I never said this on a show before. I didn't I didn't say this. I never well, said this before. before you say it, because we're not taking it out. All right, maybe I won't say that part. <laughs> but that that weekend, that weekend, I was down in Williamsburg, Virginia, doing some shows. Okay, at the uh, Williamsburg Comedy Club. Yeah, there. I've yet to try to get in that room. Never. Is it good? It's cool. Have okay. fun. Um, and and uh, and I was just like, oh, I want to go see Odyssey, and I'll I'll get these tickets. I'll get two tickets this time. Normally, okay. I would go by myself. Right. And then, like, it just happened to be her birthday. And I saw, you know, Facebook, I saw it was her birthday. Okay. Wished her happy birthday. And on a message, on like on the private tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I just kept it moving. And then after it had the show, me and my cousin are hanging out. We're eating. And uh, and I see that she messaged me. She's like, oh, thanks. I appreciate that. And then, thank you. And we just, we talked, messaged each other a couple times, like nothing, like me, like, hey, thanks for posting that picture. I'm in love with you. You know, just innocuous, like, innocuous bullshit. Right, right, right. And so she says, thank you. And I just wrote back and said, what did you do for your birthday? So I just kind of hung out and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's it. And I said, what did, well, what did you, she, I had a, I had some cupcakes. And I was like, whoa, slow down. You're kind of living too fast. Right. Now you're kind of flirting with flirting her. with her a little yeah. bit. And I said, you know what? I should ask her out. And I said, uh, you want to go get cupcakes sometime together? Oh, shit. And she was like, sure. Yeah. And I was, I was deliberating that shit because I was with my cousin. We were at Hooters. And I asked the Hooters waitress. <laughs> I was like, she think I should ask this girl out. And and I did. And she so said, Hooters yeah. Hooters waitress is going to be nothing but positive. It's like, totally you should ask them out. Yeah. I mean, how come you're not talking to me? Yeah. But uh, I asked her out. And we, we talked the next day. And we and I and I said like we talked on the phone, and I said you know I've and it was like a date like it was mm-hmm. we it wasn't like oh let's let's hang out and like other times yeah. like oh my god because sometimes it will be girls you'll be like oh I didn't know this was uh yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. know yeah. Yeah. I, I thought said, we were sure friends to be sure that you established this. I thought we were a friend you yeah. let know I, thought, that's I, I get cupcakes with all my and friends then, then, then next thing you know you're saying eat your fucking soup yeah that's the next I'm line. paying for this <laughs> eat your fucking soup <laughs> no you don't have to pay like you know and and so I actually told her this I told her what I'm telling you now okay like and. And so we we talked on the phone, and I said, "Great." Well, we set up the date, and then I got a weekend of of work, and I we couldn't go out that day or whatever. So we went out another we went out another day. But um, I said to her, "It's like I kind of been wanting to ask you out for a long time, and uh, so I'm looking forward to this." So she knew, mm-hmm. and then we went on a date, and then we made plans. So fast forward to the first date, we made plans to hang out again, and uh, and we go to the movies and. 
we're having a good time. And after the movie, I'm thinking the date's over. I think I'm going to walk yeah. her to the train. And she's like, hey, the, so the, if you want to watch the game, you want to watch the finals? NBA finals is going. I was like, oh. All right. I was All like, right. oh, shit. So, okay. I was like, oh, so okay. So go to a bar or something? Or? Yeah. I was like, well, let's. I, I said, you know, Le, I'd love LeBron, but I'd rather just talk to you. You, you know, said that to her? Yeah. He's doing everything. Oh, Chris okay. is doing everything. And it all wasn't right. but it wasn't like on some thirsty shit. It Chris was doing like it all. I was like this is what this is what I want. I'm a 36-year-old kid. You're playing your own kid. game. Yeah. You got your own game going on. I'm right a 36-year-old, 36-year-old kid. kid. <laughs> like LeBron has already got his. He's a champion already regardless. Hayden. So um <laughs> 36-year-old kid. So we go to this restaurant and like I'm, and but, but did she not? So she would. She also said, "Yeah, let's skip the game and go somewhere else." Or she was like, "She was like, cool." She okay. was like, "All right, all right." And so we went to this place, and and we, she was looking at the menu because she's a vegan, and she was looking at to see if it was cool to go. And I was just looking yeah. at, it, and I was like, "God, she's." Hmm. I was like liking her, and yeah, like yeah, a couple yeah. weeks. Like what are after, these feelings I'm having? Right, the first because, and I haven't had those in a long time, and we were. I was talking to my parents about her after the first date. We were just talking about dating and relationships. And my mom just said, you ain't too too good to be hurt. And I was like, yeah, I know, mom. I know. That's happened to me so many times. And people would just say, like, just let it happen. And I talked to Randall. Your dad, your dad goes, I told you we had to get rid of her. <laughs> and I told, and like I, to, and I told. Neither are you, mom. And I told Randolph about it because she was, shit, I'm letting it all out. Uh, yeah. Because she was, she's white, and Randolph's married to a white woman, a lovely right. white woman. Right. And Randolph said, you know, like, just don't, like you said, don't like put down your blackness, like don't push your blackness. Don't pressure blackness for no one. And I felt like when we went out the first time, I shouldn't have ordered. I should have ordered chicken instead. <laughs> you chicken I ordered I it was kind of nervous. About you wanted it. to yeah. order the chicken? I did. What kind of chicken was it's it? Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Should've ordered that shit and ate it right in her face, just staring at it the whole time. Yeah. And, so but, tell me about yourself. So what's, what's going on with your life? <laughs> yeah. So I talked. I talked about that with Rod and Karen, but but I, I didn't mention that on their podcast that that was a conversation that I had because there's like there's there's just some insecurity about like i'm thinking am i letting down my race am i doing this and i feel like but i can't help who i'm attracted to yeah but what is what the problem is becomes when you when you suppress who what you who are. suppress what i am a you chick know, i'm a chicken eater that's what yeah <laughs> you're a kid who loves chicken I'm a 36 year old kid that loves chicken so okay so we're fast forward to stay about about it so we so but the i had meatloaf it was good you know it was good as a chicken though but then and then you get to sit there you get to eat you get to chew the bone and eat the skin right in front of her now she, well, that's a little extra she well that you do that so you see if she, she goes so you, you want know, some hot sauce with that because i talked to one of my homeboys you can't be eating no chicken in front of this girl yeah see? um she's also vegan so there's the right. you ordered meatloaf so you I mean, were, she might get mad because you're the eating the meat yeah. she told yeah. me the first meatloaf is literally the I can't imagine any vegan being okay with something just literally just called maybe meatloaf. Loaf. Maybe yeah. this will be maybe <laughs> this is yeah. me purging it, but like she told me, like she said, I never tell any, but I don't forget how we were taught. We were texting and I said, Do you have I just happened to ask her, I was like, Do you have any dietary restrictions? And she wrote back and said, Normally I don't tell people this, but I'm a vegan. And then I was like, oh, I was like, well, this is where I wanted to take you. This is where I'm thinking about taking you. Right. And I sent her a link to the restaurant. She's like, oh, this is fine. I could eat here. Yeah. And and so um, so the second date was so we're after after the movie, we go to this restaurant. I'm looking at her. I'm having these feelings about, oh, my God, I want to kiss this girl. She's beautiful. And it's just like and so we're we're going we're 
in there, we're eating, and then we're talking. Yeah, yeah. And she like randomly said some, oh yeah, like my family thinks kind of they it's like a joke. They think I'm gay because uh, I I'm not married and I don't have update. Any- Tulsa player took a knee during the national anthem. Black. You know whoever he is, he's about about it. I'm about about it. So um, so and I was like, oh, and I was like joking. I was like, oh, am I wasting my time with like spending time with you? Uh-huh. And she's like, no. She said no, and I was like, okay. And then I said, okay. So I was like, what's your situation? So what are you? Do you date a lot? Do you do you have a boyfriend or what's going on? And she said, well, actually, oh, no. actually, kind of seeing this guy for like since October, and it was on and off, and he it wasn't going well, and he was he had cancer he's not dead but you know he it wasn't gonna kill him but and i said oh i said so you're i was like oh you're just like uh you're just like uh fucking um what's what's uh ron howard's daughter his actress girl uh i don't know she's in this movie called bryce dallas bryce dallas howard Howard? yeah she was in uh, this movie called 50 50 the the uh this movie what's the joseph gordon levitt movie and she was like the red. She's the girl was a redhead, and she there was a girlfriend that wanted to break up with him, but felt guilty because he got cancer. And I was like, "Oh, you're right. just like her." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I got to see that movie." <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just I was like this. I said like this sucks, and I and she said, "Well, she's like I didn't expect us to have as much fun as we did." You know, she said like I, you know, I thought you were funny and nice at this at the show where we met and. I just said, why not just give it a shot? And if it doesn't work out, it just doesn't work out. But what if it does? And yeah, she didn't she didn't consider that. And then she talked about like her girlfriend. She talked about me with her girlfriend and she said the girlfriend liked her ex her boyfriend or whatever. Right. Who gives a shit? And non deadly cancer guy? Yeah. Yeah. So probably faked it. And then yeah. we I was supposed to go <laughs> see <laughs> and so like it was just kind of like uh it was that, and then then I had we'd already planned the third date before the second date happened to go see this play, and I was talking to Randolph about. It. He was like, "Fuck that shit, yep. ah, fuck it." A lot yep. of pounding on tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then like, that week, like, don't do that shit, man. That weekend, we she called me, and we talked, and she she basically said, you know, I don't you you're not the type of guy to be running around with a, a bunch of women and I'm not the type of like to be like you know dating yeah, serious which kind of makes you a good dude to be with right mm-hmm. well uh, and uh, and she just yeah, said like I got a lot of stuff that I got to work on and blah 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 yeah. and she said so if you want to ask that's called the letdown right and she said if you if you don't want to go to this play I totally understand and I was like I said I bought the and I, part of me I, I still feel okay with going with her but um, so you did go. We went together. I said, "Do you have a do you do we have a good time when we're together?" And she said, "Yeah." I said, "Do you still want to go to the show with me?" And she said, "Yeah." And then we went, and then we had dinner, and uh-huh. then we just kind of like like went our separate ways. At like she you know had an exchange, and then she and then she went, got hit by a bus. Nah, <laughs> and she's living she's living her best life. Is she back with that dude? I don't know. Like I. I think I I texted no. I texted her like in July, like a month later, and just and she texted me back. And then these two girls, shout out to Katie Compa and uh, Chelsea White. They're <laughs> oh, like, okay, Katie Compa, yeah, we know her. 
Yeah, and they and told her just told them the same shit. I she think. was like, "It's it's okay that you texted her. Don't text don't her anymore. Do it yeah, anymore. Don't do it. Take anymore. her out of your phone." <laughs> I told him. I said, "You need to take her out of your phone. <laughs> take her out of your phone." unfriend her on Facebook take all the social shit away from her because if not you're gonna fucking surf around and you're gonna be you're gonna internet stalker don't do it hey she put up a new picture what's going on with her don't do it just take just remove everything away from your site and you still haven't done it, have you? I see you side eye me. You ain't done it. I see you done it. You know, but but you you, have you been stalking her a little bit? Uh, a little bit. No, 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 young. No, 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 no. Because he's a G. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. He's a, just a G. He's a kid. I'm, he's I'm a, a kid. I'm a 36 year old kid. Kid G. So that that's where it's at now. I've been like, uh, yeah. So. so. That's what you get, guys. That's All right. So take her, take her out of your feed. Take her out of your feed. I did take her out of Facebook did. feed. I did. Didn't unfriend. Didn't unfriend, though, did you? Well, that's so it. So every now and then, I was you trying can, not to be every a, now and then you can check in and see what she's doing. Trying not to be petty, though. That's not petty. petty. Not that's petty. self. That's self. That's uh, uh, self-flagellation. No, that's that's taking care of yourself. Yeah, that's all it is. Self-preservation. I muted her self-survival. On I muted her on Twitter. You, you, could have, her, you okay. could have simply unfriended her on Twitter and be done with it. Well, uh, but on the other hand, um, if that dude dies, how's yeah. he going to find out? Yeah, yeah. Gonna She's going to tweet about it. So gonna tweet. He died? So you're saying I got a chance. <laughs> She's kind of... You rub your hands together? <laughs> I'm not going to do, do that. So I did join Bumble and... Uh, but not Tinder. No, I'm kind of, I'm just kind of afraid of... I'm Bumble is where the girl makes the first move. Yeah, like you match if you both match. Like if you like her and then she likes you, then she could message. One girl liked me, but then she didn't message me. I, I think, think that happens a lot on those sites. Yeah, yeah, Tinder too. Like people match and then there's no nothing further after mm-hmm. that. Which is, uh, you know, like Tim Miller's philosophy on Tinder is swipe always right swipe right because then if if someone you don't like matches, you can just not interact with them. That's true. So why not? You know? That's true. So I might, I might try Tinder. Is Bumble a swipe right left situation? It is. Yeah, Same if thing? you like the person, and and it's just finding out that a lot of these women. First of all, where's the black women on here? They're not. And then at the same time, a lot of Dunham's gonna be coming at you though, trying to dance, put their butts on you, dance their butts no. on you, grind, I'm gonna grind. <laughs> a lot of that. Grind my ass. A lot of wondering why you don't look at them. Grind my ass on. Yeah. So it's just it's just one of those things where it's like because because I don't date a lot. And because, and then it's like, oh, I take you take a hit, and he's like, fuck, that hurt. Right. Yeah. Let me just get back to doing yeah. comedy, video shit. games. Well, not video. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I I kind of wish I would play that a little more, but it's just sort of like, okay, let me just focus on as brutal as show business is. It ain't been that brutal. Yeah. It right. ain't been as brutal as as a woman. As but I still these, like. But I just streets of dating games. Huh? Yeah, but I just don't. I just don't want to close myself Dude, off we anymore. We didn't talk about the the sun. Hugging, where we think that comes from. We were right into your heartfelt stories. Sad Christmas. I've never yeah. told a story like that on the show before. Yeah. No, so that's what I say. You better you guys, don't call on Monday you, uh, looking to get this shit taken down because we're not doing it. Have you tried? I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> well, you got till Thursday, I guess. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Have you tried Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> you might do well on Grinder. I might. You big I'm a, bear I'm a bear. You. <laughs> you big bear you. I'm a you can order all the chicken you want. I'm no one's going to give They're not going to give a fuck. 
Uh, no, I haven't. But have you done the other like the traditional? I guess I guess these are not the traditional ones like Match.com and OkCupid. No, I'm I'm afraid. Plenty of fish. Those are the old school dating websites. Yeah. So you're afraid you don't you haven't done any of those. I'm just kind of afraid, and I just I don't think I'd be comfortable doing them if I was single at this point, having not come up in that environment. I just I wouldn't know what I would do. I'm just gonna go to the gym. Go back to the gym. You can meet a nice girl at the gym. And stare at. They're there, man. Yeah. See him every day. There's a there's a few. Unless you're sitting in a corner creepily just staring. No, no, I don't. But do you you know you don't look your best. You're sweaty. You're you're you know trying to catch your breath. You know. Just, so are they though? Yeah, yeah, that's true. They can they'll respect that. Yeah. And then you can go get uh you can go get some salad after. That's true. Yeah, I mean I don't want you guys to feel bad for. I mean you know it was no one feels bad for you. Oh thanks, man. That's, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. No, but it but I I kind of learned something about myself. You know, it's just sort of like who I am is enough. It may not have been enough for her, but <laughs> but but it was just sort of like they she could recognize that I was I'm a decent dude, but it just. It wasn't in the right place. Wasn't she, enough. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't like me the way that I liked her. It just didn't work. That's didn't all work dating out. is. You've got there's yeah. millions of people on the planet. They occasionally bump into each other and hang out for a minute and decide mm-hmm. it's gonna yeah. work or not. Yeah. And it's, you take all the pressure off yourself to say, "Well, it's just another one of those where you know most of these end in a couple dates mm-hmm. and fucking move on." I think you fall quickly and you fall hard. Yeah, that seems to be the case. I think it's because I don't I don't do it a lot. And it's just like stand up. You you don't have the thick skin. Yeah, like, yeah whatever. You can't I've shrug. always been a sensitive guy. Like I've always been just a big always, bear. And it's been I'm like <laughs> big, a big, big bear with these claws, and I don't know what to fucking do. And the rabbit's just like right here. You're so money. These big hands. So, so money. money, and I don't even fucking know it. Uh, swingers, guys. Uh, <laughs> swingers. Swingers. You ever uh, heard of swingers? But it's just it's just and to my my successes have been with. When this one girl's like, I have a boyfriend. I was like, wow, that's disappointing. And then I'm making out with her later. Right. You know, but so it's just kind of like, I don't know. You need to go to church. That's where all the best are. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm at right now. But I've been talking about it on stage. And how long have you been on Bumble? Like three days. Three. Oh, you just got on Bumble. Okay, yeah. so have you even really been swiping that much? I have been swiping, but I realized like swiping in Maryland, like I can't. Oh, it's location-based. It's location-based. Yeah. And there was one girl that I matched with, but like I said, but she didn't She didn't like write. I think the woman's supposed to write after you match. Right. That's the whole point is like the dude can't make the first move. Right, right. So, so the woman holds all the cards. So it's done now because yeah. it's been twenty four hours. Oh, you get and there's a window. Yeah, it's only twenty four <laughs> hours. I didn't know that. She's gone. Well, then what's the? Why would a woman then match? Why would she swipe right with someone if she well, wasn't going to text? Did the same thing where she said the the big big web and then give yeah. herself. You got twenty four hours. I guess. Swipe, yeah. swipe, swipe, swipe. This one's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, so. same thing. Big web. What's where's our where we at? Hour two. Oh wow! Oh shit! Yeah, knock the hour out. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to go to Popeyes. These are my confessions. Five dollar box. Yeah. I oh, you're so. going to get a five dollar box. I think so. Cajun yeah. Sparkle. This fight's coming on a little. I'll bit. go with any watch. listeners who don't know. When you go to Popeyes, ask for Cajun Sparkle. Gotta you got to ask. Window. They don't have it are out. Are you going right to the show from here? Well, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go home. Much to my parents' uh, dismay. You can stay here. Not a problem. You got to take a shower. No, I took a shower already. Okay. 
Kevin Durant supports Colin Kaepernick for sitting during national anthem. These stories are just now like trickling out. About to be about it, about it. Every time an athlete now gives an interview, someone's going to ask him that question. Hey, what do you think about this whole Kaepernick thing? And they either dodge it or they just just hit it head on. So listen, people, we're trying to get Chris hooked up. So if any of you ladies no, 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 no. in the New York area and you want to... If you want a sensitive you guy, a, big sensitive bear, a kid... You know, he likes video kid. games. 30, 30 how old? 31? 36-year-old kid. 36-year-old but kid. I think, I mean, just, just listen to what was just said. Chris skipped watching an NBA Finals game because he liked the girl enough to hang out with her. That's, how many dudes would do that? Hey, she disrespected that shit. I would be happy that the girl said, let's broad. go watch basketball. I'd be like, yeah, let's go watch basketball. Let's go do that. I wouldn't talk her out of that at all. So that's yeah. that should be a, a positive Women listening that shit. That disrespectful yeah. broad. We try yeah. to we try to bar, but it was like it was two packs. It was like, so how do you feel about yeah. <laughs> you know, screaming at each other? Like it was it was Where a you guys dope night. At Applebee's. It was a dope night. Nah, we went shit. I paid twenty nine <laughs> bucks for those shit. fucking movies. TGI tickets. Friday twenty six. <laughs> it's like at Atlant- the Landmark Sunshine. It's it's on uh, Houston. It's like right by that Whole Foods. That's Manhattan prices then. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like we went to see an indie movie. And uh, oh god, <laughs> oh god, Chris, y'all white folked it up, y'all. No, no uh, Chris took his white like vegan girl to see an indie movie, movie, and then they skipped basketball after it to <laughs> yeah. talk. Just all your black, and then you didn't eat chicken. That was the first. All day. your blackness was gone. No, right. all of it was Fuck, gone. Man, I'm gonna shit. All of it was born. My black Twitter uh, delegation card <laughs> is gonna be revoked. Good lord! I gotta. <laughs> what was the movie? Uh, Love Actually, a replay of Love Actually, The Notebook, a replay oh, of The Notebook. Fuck. I shouldn't even say. Well, oh, you got to say it. Uh, <laughs> it's a movie called Maggie's Plan. Oh, of course, with, this uh, what's, never, what's what's her name? Never the, heard the of girl. Been up to look it up. Uh, what is her name? Maggie's Plan. Yeah, but her name is uh, the actress. Uh, I put Maggie's in this. It was a second thing up. Maggie's, Maggie's plan, plan is a 2015 American romantic comedy <laughs> drama film written and directed by Rebecca Miller. Greta Gerwig joint. Ethan Hawke. It was oh good. It was good. King of the indie. Julianne Moore. Classic <laughs> Julianne Moore. Yeah. Can't go wrong, I guess. Yeah, it's a good movie. All right. Well, Starring you know. Greta Gerwig, Ethan Hawke, Bill Hader, Maya Rudolph, Travis Fimmel. Did Maya Rudolph play black in this or play white? Uh, she just played Wallace Shawn, Julianne Moore. It was well, you know, you know when she doesn't play black because if she plays black, she says she's black. She's like married to a white dude. Then she played white. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you know is if she says she's black. Yeah, it was good. But if she don't say, Maggie that, Harden, go, a director of business for the art and design students <laughs> at a university, decides she wants to have a child and enlists a former college acquaintance. Guy Childers, really, a pickle entrepreneur. Oh God! To donate his a sperm. Pickle. Is this a comedy? This has to be a comedy. It is a comedy. This guy, he's like, he makes pickles, and he's going to use his pickle to give sperm. After <laughs> accidentally receiving two checks, she goes to correct the issue with payroll, where she meets John Harding, a fictocritical anthropologist who is married to a tenured professor at Columbia. This sounds hilarious. Bumping into each other repeatedly on campus, John eventually confides in Maggie. That he is writing a novel and wants her to read the first chapter. Hey, uh, I got this book. I mean, it's, I don't feel weird saying it, but can you read the first chapter? They use the novel as an excuse to get closer to one another. Um, I'm going to try to find the trailer 
real quick. Oh my god, before we get out of here. Yeah, I'll, oh yeah, we're gonna watch a trailer for Maggie's Plan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whose idea was it to see Maggie's plan? Uh, I think that was the best. It was probably. Uh, it's me. Jesus it Christ! Was, no, but should, we looked, had talked about it. A co a lot out, and I'm reading this. Oh yeah, I stopped. There's like two more paragraphs of synopsis. Are you reading the whole synopsis from Wik- big, the wiki? Yeah, the Wikipedia. I don't read. I when I do movie when I talk about movies. Who, who just, was Georgette? Georgette was that Maya Rudolph? Uh, I don't probably. know. I'm not looking at the camera. Here we go. Here's a trailer. Official trailer for Maggie's plan. Rated R. Rebecca Miller. I like the director, too. Hi, Beverly. I got two checks this month. Not that I'm complaining. So anyway, uh, excuse should I just... me. I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't help it over here. This young woman got two checks, and I, I, haven't, I don't have any. You know John Harding. He's one of the bad boys of fictocritical anthropology. His wife. I read that. She's some sort of monster. Wanted to return your book. And again... I have heard myself described as a psychotic bitch. Oh, yeah, she's white. My Rudolph is white in this movie. She plays white in that? (laughs) Yeah. She Georgette? What aspect of me? Every aspect of you. What does his wife think about that? She doesn't know about it. It's the comedy? Yeah. Now he's trapped in it. The wrong comedy. It was good. I don't want to be married to Georgette anymore. Oh, there's there's emotion, though. There's feeling. Let me see. Do you want to hear your horoscope? No. He's totally self-absorbed. I'm terrified that I'm falling out of love with him. It's too bad you can't give him back to his ex-wife, right? <laughs> Do they all find happiness at the end? Uh, yes, actually. Maggie? What Spoiler you alert. John and I are in trouble. There might be an opportunity to get the two of you back together. She gets him back together sure with his ex-wife because she's sick of him? Pretty that's much. Her, that's Maggie's plan. That's Maggie's plan. Leave. And then Maggie finds love somewhere else with the pickle guy. Oh, the guy who donated sperm. Because it would be such a waste. A waste? He's not a paper product. Should we tell this? Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, it's a pick that she actually gets pregnant by uh, the pickle guy and not Ethan Hawke. Okay. Ethan Hawke is the guy she puts back with his ex. And that's a little but That's the button on the It was listed as a serious screwball comedy. Does this look madcap and screwball? Not at all. No. I don't think you know what screwball means if you're calling it screwball. No, this is not screwball at all. Is there a frat party in this movie? I barely call it comedy. It's just like a neat... It's like a... Almost like a play. Whose idea was it to go see this movie? That was the only thing that was worth seeing at the time. This is June. I like the cast. This is like summer blockbuster season. We weren't. I wasn't going to see no. <laughs> Girls don't want to see those movies. Girls don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Come on, man. She a coworker said he saw. I, we we liked the movie. Okay. We had we 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 talked. We enjoyed it. She, we laughed together. We laughed together. And it wasn't uh, enough. Wasn't enough. Wasn't man. enough. You know what? That's the breaks. Those, them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. That's how it goes. Yeah. She's probably on a podcast right now talking about this situation too. She's not even thinking about me. You really? No. <laughs> She's fine. All right. <laughs> well, you know, you need something to write bits about. Oh, yeah. I've been, I did some last night a little bit. So Jesus. should we wrap up this yes. podcast? We're hour 10. Yes. All right. Listen, <laughs> we're bringing this home, people. Thanks so much for coming in. You got to hear uh, uh, Chris's tales. Uh, we are anti, um, we're anti-shaming people whose 
fathers and sons hanging out together. Yeah, it's if you got a dad, hug him. Back up off it. Hug your daddies. Kiss your daddies. Be yeah. up underneath your daddies. Totally so make out with them. Yeah. So what what are, you, are you afraid your dick's going to get hard? <laughs> Is that what you're scared <laughs> of? Is that what you think's going to happen with your father? Probably not. <laughs> Most likely. If you're, Probably. If you're like 14, it might, but that's not about him. Hey, no, that's <laughs> not about him. <laughs> dad, this is, this is not even really about you. It's not directed uh, at you, Dad. This not is not either. about you. Not about either one of you. Oh, I know the no. timing looks weird. Dick has a mind of its own. He just wants yeah. to see what's going on. What's happening yeah, out here? Hey, what's yeah. going on? Hey, what's, <laughs> what's this all about? So come on back on Monday. We'll be here for you guys. We want to thank Chris Lambert for sitting in. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been a long time. Shouldn't long have left time. you. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have. You well, be getting ran under and run. Have to go see bad movies with girls like that. That gonna, was a good movie. <laughs> we're gonna have it. to do a uh, maybe a, some kind of three guys on sock puppet slash guest freestyle battle at some point. Sometime that may have to happen. Yeah. Get your bars up. It may bars, have to happen. B a r z bars. Bars. So you guys come on back on Monday. That, we'll be that was uh, the theme of this podcast. Get, yeah, your, bars get your bars up and up. put your guard down. Yeah. Put your oh, guard shit. Down. Real, real talk. <laughs> bars up, guard down. Real shit. <laughs> and maybe... <laughs> <laughs> maybe you get hurt. Maybe you get but hurt. You'll grow. Maybe you don't. But you'll grow as a person. Yeah. As I a think, kid. I think I learn. did. Grow as a kid. I think I did. Yeah. Because you need to get those out of your system. You're still so a young man, baby. I didn't cry over. Don't waste your time. <laughs> so you guys come on back. Still the young man. And we'll now be here for y'all. <laughs> Mama used to say, <laughs> take your time, young man. <laughs> and we'll be here for y'all. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Chris Lambert. And we are three guys on. We are out. Passion, passion, passion.